I have Finians to hand out to the both of you. So whenever I see you, we'll just have to trade Finians. <laughs> whenever you see me, yeah, I'm whenever right I see next you, <laughs> where? Hey, N- Kyle, have you seen? Have you seen Ness? I can't find she, her. She's been missing for like two weeks. Yikes! <laughs> wow. Anyway. Not even just like a few minutes, but like weeks. <laughs> had a really great week. She gone. She gone. <laughs> uh, I had a really great week. I'm still haven't found my wife. So if you guys know where Ness is, just uh, give me a ring. <laughs> tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. New Pokemon, Palkia in Raids, a rebalance for trainer battles, move additions, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the GoCast podcast. It's February 2nd. I'm your host, Chris. And this week, as always, I'm joined by Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. Hello. Hello, guys. How's it going? Chris has been out of the dating game so long that he doesn't even remember what month it is. Yeah, I just I I definitely (laughs) did have a bad take where I said January very confidently. It's not January anymore. Uh, we're two days into February. Welcome as I to said 2019. Oh my gosh. Happy wow. New Year. It's all that weather. Yeah. I don't know where January went, to be very honest. That's true. It, it did happen like that. It was that, cold so. and we tried to ignore it. That's what happened. <laughs> we're just trying to compartmentalize all those bad memories of negative 50 with wind chill. <laughs> anyway, before we get started here, we dig into our weeks and our goals. Yes. I do want to give a shout out to our new patrons. Big thanks to Mike, Nick, and Tyler. Welcome to the Discord, and we look forward to hanging out and talking with you guys in the future. Prior to this, we did just finish recording our patron-exclusive podcast for this month, this month being February. I messed that up on that show, too, didn't I? You did. Wow. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, here we are now. (laughs) Can't go back in time, even though barely I want to, to January. February. Anyway, thanks so much, guys. We appreciate it. If you would also like to join our Discord and get an additional episode um, where we play like fun trivia games and stuff like that every single month, you can support us on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast. Okay, let's get into our weeks. I always preface these with these goals that we had set for ourselves. Oh, that's right. And I made Kyle go first when we were ending last episode. Mm -hmm. So, Kyle, you had three goals. One of them oh, uh, no. is self-evident. <laughs> it was survive. How, how's that going? You, you doing okay? Hanging in there? Um, uh, I'm hanging in there. It's it's now 100 degrees different from what it was three days ago. So It is, which is outrageous. It's outrageous. Yeah, That's it's outrageous stupid. here. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird. Although, it is nice right now. It's like 43. Oh, I think it's fantastic right now. <laughs> yeah. I think as we were, we were leaving the uh, office the other day when I was leaving work, we're like, yeah, this weekend's going to be really great. It's not only disturbing how nice it's going to be, but I guess we should enjoy it while we have it. So your other goals, Kyle, were reach level 38. I did that. Ooh, congratulations. Yep. And did you at least hit 25 kilometers for your adventure sink this week? Not not quite. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting better at it, but not quite. How close did you get? I got like 19, so. And there's still a couple okay. of days left, so I mean, you're still Maybe. good. Maybe. But considering our weeks go from Saturday to Saturday, you know. Right. But I'm, I'm counting what my, my, my thing says. I'm not going to keep track when it rolls over on Monday. I'm not going to inflate it based on those last two days or what have you? No, I'm okay. <laughs> Did anything else notable happen with you this week besides hitting almost all of your goals? Look, this week was a blur. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking earlier, what did I even do this week? Yeah. Yeah. I curled up in a ball and like <laughs> tried to ignore the outside world as much as possible. Mm-hmm. The only noteworthy thing I can think of was I hatched four Azurils in a row from six eggs. Wow. And I was like, well, that's unfortunate. But were any of them shiny? No, they weren't. I kept hoping. I was like, oh, that's two in a row. Oh. That's three in a row. Oh, maybe this one might be shot. No. So. <laughs> oh, it's a bummer. I'm sorry. But okay. So you don't, you don't no, remember. Just, nothing. Just nothing else. I barely, I barely got to like complete my streaks and stuff this week just because of the weather. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just huddled around a candle trying yeah. to warm yeah. your hands. <laughs> like just ooh. spin the Pokestop, catch the Pokemon, just kind of hold my phone near me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All righty. Ness, your turn. Yes. Your goals were 300,000 experience. Yep. 
Alrighty. And then uh, you were going to try to do PvP for more Sinnoh stones. I got a few. I got a few. I got like five more, which I feel like is fine for goal. Nice. It was okay. Yeah. Okay. And then it was going to be 50 battles. No. No. <laughs> no, not that. All right. Okay. Along with Kyle, I also did not do much this week. And I, I could have battled. I could have very easily battled people, but I just didn't. We were frozen inside the house because the doors were all frozen shut. And yeah. I was working from home and everything just kind of melted together for three days. <laughs> Our garage door was actually frozen shut from the inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yep. It was a, a sheet of ice and mm-hmm. all of the hinges were frozen. And Ness tried to open it. And even the garage door is like, not today. We were I'm taking the day off. <laughs> yes. So we were experiencing a little bit of cabin fever for a couple of yeah, days. I went outside to get the mail for like two minutes, two minutes. And I walked outside. I was like, oh, it isn't so bad. By the time I got to the mailbox, I was like, I'm going to die. This is where I die. It hurts to breathe. And it's because it's cold out that it hurts to breathe. Yes. Yeah, that's awful. Ugh. Well, I'm happy you're not dead. I'm happy that you're Thank here. You. No frostbite that. to speak of? Potentially. I don't know. I okay. really. All right. We should probably figure it out. It's been a couple of days. Into it. All right. Mm. <laughs> well, my goals were get a shiny grout on. That didn't happen. I did end up going out and raiding with friend of the show, Terry Wolf and legendary Moo. Shout out to you. We had a really great time. Got a bunch of raids done that day, even though it was snowing and crazy on Monday. But none of them were shiny, not even the Kyogres. So I did get, I think, what was it? Five or six grout on that day. Mm-hmm. We did a good amount and it was really fun. And then that night, my second goal was the Boulder Cup tournament. And I've been kind of tight-lipped about this, but here's my experience with the Boulder Cup. So there were 12 participants. Uh, I showed up. I kind of like reviewed like a meta list that some people have thrown together like that, and I made a team. And my team consisted of Wishcash, Skarmory, Magcargo, Polyrath, Flygon, and something else. I can't remember the sixth one. I've already like gotten rid of my entire my entire team. They're mm-hmm. out of the out of the groups. Anyway, I ended up going undefeated that night and got the maximum number of points towards my Silk Road stuff. So I'm I'm really excited about that. And this next Twilight Cup sounds really super interesting. But I had a lot of fun. There was a couple of connection issues. My first opponent was, funnily enough, Terry Wolf. And we were trying <laughs> to um figure out what was going on. We had to restart our first match three separate times. Oh. But then we realized that I was connected to a hotspot nearby and he wasn't and it was causing some sort of issue. So, uh, yeah, heads up if you guys are going into one of these things, make sure that you're on, I guess, your data or a really stable private Internet connection because it was causing like a huge amount of problems. And nothing is more frustrating than when it comes down to whoever gets the next charge move off first and you're hitting the button and 10 seconds go by. And then they use one. And you're like, OK, well, oh, no, yes, I could have yeah, had that. I had that so many times facing you. Well, sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, It was a really good time. I had a really, really great time. So shout out to that community. That was DTA, a local group. I don't think anybody really knows it. That might be listening. So, (laughs) But it's a local group and uh, I had a really fun time. Really spectacular. Other than that, I think for the rest of the week. Oh, gosh, actually. I feel really bad that you guys are saying you guys didn't have a great Pokemon Go week this past week. You didn't ask me about the rest of my week. I just want to say. Okay. Well, what else happened for the rest of your week? I hatched Napsol. Did you? Yeah. Hey. A regular one? Yeah. But still interesting. Yes, that's pretty great. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's it, really. That was but, okay. All right. Yeah, I was just, I didn't okay. get to say I that. To and I, was, I wanted in. to say that. We had yeah. to run it back and get the absolute. Yes. I mean, it is, that is a really rare hatch. I don't yeah. kind of wish that I knew how rare it was to throw out the rates, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Mm. I know it's slim, but hey. Good for you. Was it a really good IV then? Yeah, it was actually really great. Oh, it was a 96. Awesome. Wow. That's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah. Spectacular. Thank you. Okay. So I had an amazing week this week. So not only the Boulder Cup tournament, not only hatching a bunch of eggs and stuff like that, but I got a grand total of four shinies this week. What? The Jesus, first one was Roselia, and that was like the day after the show. Right. right. <sighs> yeah. And then the day after that, I got in the morning, I caught a wild shiny Shepet. And then I caught a wild shiny Taylau. And then yesterday, my special research breakthrough was a shiny Zapdos. <laughs> I've been blessed by the Poke Gods this week. Now, granted, I did make a poor trade with, again, friend of the show, Terry Wolf. And I traded him a shiny Zapdos for a Finian mm-hmm. because I couldn't find them anywhere. But now that the event is over... Today, actually, let me just tell you, I was getting my car fixed, and from where I was sitting, I caught four Finian today. Nice. And I was like what? kicking myself. I'm like, come on. 
what the heck? <laughs> wow. I still haven't seen one. Yeah, I got one the other rare. day. I got yeah. one. Oh, did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, oh, that's right. You sent me that, that photo did. and I was super jealous about it. And I yes. was like, I traded a shiny Zapdos for that. Picked it up. <laughs> but anyway, I got my, I guess my karma came back to me. But I have, I have Finians to hand out to the both of you. So whenever I see you, we'll just have to trade Finians. Whenever you see me, yeah, I'm whenever right I see next you. <laughs> where, hey, N- Kyle, have you seen, have you seen Ness? I can't find she, her. She's been missing for like two weeks. Yikes. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Not even just like a few minutes, but like weeks. <laughs> had a really great week. She gone. She gone. <laughs> uh, I had a really great week. Um, still haven't found my wife. So if you guys know where Ness is, just uh, give me a ring. <laughs> No, but there's a lot of really amazing things that happened this week. There's so much news to talk about. There's so much feedback that we have to discuss. Yes. I'm really, really jazzed about this episode. So why don't we just dive into it, starting with the news. So the first big piece of news here, and of course, I think just about all of this, except for like, okay, half of this happened the day after we put the show up, because that's what happens. <laughs> right. But Palkia is our new tier five raid boss. Palkia is really Woo. exciting, and uh, we won't talk about him anymore until later on the show because we have other <laughs> sections that do that. But just to let you guys know, he's available in raids now from January 30th to February 28th. So you got like, you know, around a month, the usual month to go and catch this guy. I would go grab him if you can. I've already got one. Ness and I got one mm-hmm. this past week. We, we made did. it up to one raid. That was another thing that happened <laughs> that we didn't talk about. We That's right. Palkia. I forgot about it. Yeah. I did forget about it, but we did. Yeah. We did one Palkia raid, and that's it. Yep. Did you both yep. catch him? Yeah, yep, sure mm-hmm. did. Sure. Did. Actually, I have a video where I threw one Pokeball and then he broke out and then I threw a second Pokeball and then he broke out and then the animation of him running happened. And then I like stopped and I was like, OK. And I went into my inventory and he was sitting there and I had like a heart attack for a hot second. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. Oh. Anyway, I have the video, so maybe I'll put it somewhere. Next piece of news here. We're going to kind of do this in like reverse order of complexity so the simple thing first we do cool. have new raid bosses for this month because mm-hmm. it is even though i'm trying really hard to convince myself apparently that it's january it's february it's february <laughs> so in tier one weird thing by the way i don't know if you guys noticed this but the internet sure did that right when it changed over to the new raid bosses we got different raid bosses and the ones that they actually eventually like stabilized to it yeah. changed like a handful of times, yeah. not just once. It was just like a confetti cannon of Pokemon. Yeah, it was strange. While. It was like somebody was like manually throwing levers in a big room about which raid bosses were what. This like, one. This yeah. one. This one. This one over here. I don't know. It was very strange. But as it is right now, and as it has been, again, like I said, stable for the past oh, four or five days, I guess. No, oh, two days. <laughs> second what's wrong with me what is wrong with you in tier one i'll tell you what's wrong with me in tier one we've got dratini shinx phoebus no that's what's wrong with me no phoebus (laughs) is in tier one come on i guess if you you know you need it for the shiny that you didn't get on phoebus day anyway swablu that's exciting Mm -hmm. boosted shiny rate magikarp and buizel Still there, yeah. Weasel's the only one out of all of those that can't be shiny, by the way. Mm. But he's available, so that's really great. In tier two, we've got Sableye, Curlia, Mawile, and Alolan Exeggutor. I, I really just want Mawile to go away. It's yeah. been there for so long. It's been there they forever. Though, I mean, they want to yeah. have another way for people to get it. But it's been there just... since, what, last June? Last May? Oh, jeez, I don't know. It's been out of rotation before. It, it has not. It has. There's, there's no way. I think it just happened recently and really? people were like, where did it go? I don't know. We oh, need because it. They, but they just put it in Alolan eggs. They can take it's it out. It's still in Alolan eggs. They can take it out. It's in Alolan eggs. We're good. Yeah. We're hmm. good. Okay. And we kind of like to see something different, but until yeah. we have, until we each have our shiny Mawile. See, this is why Kyle is so lackadaisical about it, because this man <laughs> right. has a shiny Mawile. That's so he's true. like, eh, I don't really That's care where it is anymore. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Tier three, Granbull. What? Azumarill. Right, okay, fine. Machamp and Alakazam. Tier three is kind of boring. Straightforward. Tier it four is. Is. is Absol. Togetic, Ursaring. Why would you do a tier four Ursaring raid? Well, just keep going. When Tyranitar is there. Tyranitar is in tier four as well. Mm-hmm. And Alolan Marowak. Mm-hmm. Still there. Great. I just want to say I'm on the last part of my Meltan quest and I... What do I need? I need Omanyte and Kabuto right mm-hmm. now. And I'm just stuck. I mean, I wish that they were Find raids the field for you. They're not raids. I have one of the field researches. 
I have one of them. On you? Yes. Which, which one is it? Uh, make three gray throws. I'm going to mug you and take it. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want that one. No. <laughs> no. So for tier five, we've got Palkia, like we said before. And uh, NEX, we've still got, you know, Attack from Deoxys. I'm not quite sure when that's changing over. I don't remember. I know they gave us a date, right? Mm-hmm. I, probably. Did, did they? Give us no. A date? I don't, no, no, they I didn't yet. So. I'm not entirely sure. No. Deoxys mm-hmm. has been... <laughs> Normal Deoxys was there for like two or three months. So yeah. this is only yeah. the second month for Attack yeah. Deoxys. I don't think they gave us a new one yet for the other one. I yeah, don't think I'm it's really going to change sure. until March at the earliest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hmm. Attack Deoxys is still out. All right, you guys ready for the big exciting piece of news? Yes. I am. You are? Let's go. I am. Great. Alrighty. New generation for Pokemon. In this is included Pokemon that are in the wild Mm -hmm. and some of their evolutions, which you cannot find in the wild. Mm -hmm. And then, actually, you know what? We'll do these in sections. All right. So this first group is Pokemon that can be found in the wild. Okay, good. It's Kranidos, Shieldon, Combi, and Glammeow. Which is another cat Pokemon. Glammeow. Glammeow. So Kranidos can evolve into Rampardos, which is, what was it, number four in total attack or something like that? It has a it's ridiculously really high. high attack really stat. High. Yeah, so that's a really cool Pokemon to grab. You can only have uh, Rampardos from Evolution, from Kranidos. So spare that in mind. Same thing with Shieldon into Bastiodon. That's a pretty cool Pokemon. I'm sure it has like a high defense stat or something like that, but probably but not as cares. crazy high. Yeah, right. Yeah, it doesn't really mean much. Combi evolves into Vespaquen, but only if it's a female. If you have a oh. male Combi, it can't evolve into anything. It's just a Combi forever. Rest in peace, 100% IV male Combis. Those, those <laughs> poor Combis. Glam Meow can evolve into Perugly. <laughs> Perugly. Now, let's just talk for a second because, you know, <laughs> okay. it's Pokemon. <laughs> Who thought it was a good idea to put the word ugly <laughs> in the name of a Pokemon? Have you seen the Pokemon? I have. No. It's ugly. I have not. Wait, 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 wait. It's ugly. Oh, you're going to love it. it. Is, Look up I don't know first. if it's ugly, but it's, <laughs> it's pudgy. It's real pudgy. It is, but I think Alolan Persian is ugly. Just like... <laughs> Alolan Persian is okay, very so ugly. Okay, ugly is not ugly. It's just really stocky. But like, like also the face is like really weird too. But it's like, like scrunched in. I and like, like it. its whiskers are like I all like, like bent it. and it stuff like, like that. It has a, cat, a spiral tail. Like a really jacked cat that accidentally licked an electric socket. Yes. It, <laughs> it definitely looks like it's taken steroids for the last like 10 years. that is not ugly to me. Oh, man. That is beautiful. All right. Okay. Well, anyway. Weird. Perugly's okay. out there. Weird. I think Perugly's the only one that can be found in the wild out of, out of the evolutions of those four that we just mentioned. Oh. All right. So let's move on to what's also really exciting. More new Sinostone evolutions. Yeah. <laughs> those also came out. Ambipom evolves from Apom with 100 candies and a Sinostone. Licky Licky evolves from Lickitung with a hundred candies and a Sinostone. Tangrowth evolves from Tangela with a Sinostone and a hundred candies. Yanmega from Yanma, same deal, hundred candies, Sinostone. Gallade, here's where it gets interesting. If you have a male Ralts that evolved into a male Curlia, mm-hmm. you can evolve that male only Curlia into Gallade instead of Gardevoir. And you can get it with a hundred candies and a Sinostone. What's interesting about that one is that it loses its fairy typing and it becomes just a psychic fighting type. Interesting. Yeah, it's a pretty cool Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Frostlass, which is another gender gated Pokemon. So if you have a female Snow Runt, you can evolve it with a hundred candies and a Sinostone in order to get Frostlass instead of Glalie. Which, I mean, if we're really comparing evolutions, like Glade and Gardevoir both have like really great attributes about them you know that they're cool pokemon on their own but glalie doesn't even come close to how cool and well-designed frost is very different it's extremely different it's really strange also i think it's galil no am i am i crazy i think it's glalie is it is it glalie is it glalie or glalie okay i don't i was just totally misremembering yeah it's worth noting also i think with this change the cost to evolve snow run increased i think it used to be 50 and now it's a hundred for both types of generation. Is it actually? For, or did I just yeah. get that wrong? Is it or was it fifty in a Sinostone? 
No, it's 100. I just checked in game for Galil. It's 100. So Okay, interesting. I don't have Glalie. any more female snow runs. Glalie, Kyle. Glalie? Yeah, sorry. You're yeah, right. come on, Kyle. Right. It's Glalie. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. So the next three we're going to talk about, only one of them is currently available for reasons we'll get into in just a second. But the first one, uh, these three are babies, by the way, and we're thinking that all three will probably eventually be available in 7K eggs. But the only one that currently is, is Bonsly, who evolves into Pseudo-Udo. And so the next two were implied and relatively confirmed that they're going to be added at some point in time, although there's no reports right now. Mine Jr., which evolves into Mr. Mine, and Happiny, which evolves into Chansey. Now, again, nobody's hatched these guys yet. We're not sure what the rules are. Some people are like, well, are we going to get seven K eggs from Europe to get Mime Jr.? Who knows? Which, by the way, if you don't remember, Mr. Mime is a regional exclusive for parts of Europe. So, you know, I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen with these. They were in the promotional image, although all three of these baby Pokemon were also hanging out with Mamoswine in the mm-hmm. corner. I mean, we're getting Mamoswine around, yes. like just around the corner. Yes. So. I guess that makes sense for it to be on the image. But all the other Pokemon were like, you know, Gallade was on there, Ambipom, Tangrowth was like slapping in the air and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what we're, what's going to happen with Mime Jr. and Happiny, but it is worth noting that if Mime Jr. is available to anybody in 7K Eggs, this will be the first time that there's going to be a consistent way to obtain somebody's regional that's not through an event. Sure. What do you guys think about that? How do you guys feel about that? Because I know a lot of people were kind of upset that somebody was going to be losing a regional. And other people were like, well, I think regionals are a terrible idea anyway. Mm -hmm. So what have you? Well, what if they do like regional eggs? So if you get an egg from somebody in that region, say Mime Jr. would have to be from Europe-ish. What if you had to get an egg from that person to be able to hatch it? I mean, that would still keep it in the regionals, but also put in the 7K eggs. So that kind of bring your friend network and sprawl it out a little bit. I mean, that's the only way I can think that they would keep regionals in eggs. But right. other than that, I don't know. What do you think, Kyle? I, I definitely think that's the best way to go about it. I don't care for regionals, but I also understand why they exist. And I think the only problem regionals are like Relicanth, the ones yeah. that <laughs> just aren't in an appropriate amount of space on the globe to make it reasonable. Sure. You know. But I would love to see them added to specific location eggs that you receive. That would be fantastic. Would it though? Wouldn't that make somebody's friendship more valuable than somebody else's? Yes and no. You only need one, you know? And you I can so. because you can you can add people online, you can make friends. There's a bunch of networks and stuff for people like that. So how valuable is your long distance friendship to other people? Actually, this is a big game. You know, everyone thinks it's, you know, it's not this successful. It's still the number one grossing app. I see where you're coming from. I just don't think that's a problem for Mime Jr. Though, it definitely poses a problem because what are they going to do except do that egg thing or have them lose their regional? Yeah, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because there are other regionals that overlap in spaces and stuff like that. I don't can't think. Does Europe have another regional besides Mr. Mime? It only has Mr. Mime. Like, I'm pretty sure Europe, that Europe area only has Mr. Mime. Hmm. So Almost maybe possibly. in a future generation, they'll have another regional that's to their space. But I mean, we were talking about this towards the end of last year before Generation 4 came out that they were really kind of like cleaning house on Generation 1. They were throwing all the regionals and eggs. They were having this Kanto event that was having like all the really rare spawns like Scythers and Electabuzzes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. just pop up all over the place. So they're like, if you want to finish your Pokedex before we move on to the next one, like this is the time to do it. So I think we were all kind of like in agreement that they were sort of closing the book on Gen 1. Yeah. And so I guess maybe it was kind of an anticipation of this. So it's not that stark of a betrayal for our European friends, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. yeah, they also may just say, oh, it doesn't matter. You're just it's you're going to lose it. And you, maybe you'll get another one in the next generation. Maybe with Gen 4 coming out, we only got three new regionals, I think. Right. And they're pretty specific areas, sort Is of. Pachirisu, Chetot and Carnivine. Carnivine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Carnivine's pretty close. Uh, we just uh, have to drive a few states away to go grab it. Sure. Maybe we should do that. No. No? no. All right. Anyway. If we no. have any friends in those regions, let us know. We'll <laughs> happily trade with you at some we'll, point. We'll meet up at GoFest or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, let's move on to the next piece of news here, because this one's kind of a, a rich topic. So I'm going to read this initial paragraph from the post that was put up by uh, Niantic from their actual post itself. So this isn't paraphrased from anywhere else. This is from them. Trainers. In our previous community note, we outlined some changes that came to Pokemon Go that affect your Pokemon's effectiveness in battle, such as the CP adjustment and stuff like that, and also the super effective and not very effective damage multipliers. Those changed. We have similar news to share today, detailing raid battle and move balance changes and move set additions to the game, which you may have seen referred to in our most recent Sinnoh region update. For the raid battle changes, the featured Pokemon will now have an HP increase to offset some of the damage increases made to the attacks of other Pokemon in the last year. We hope this will provide a greater overall challenge, as well as encourage trainers to group up to win. When it comes to move balance changes and moveset additions, we have been keeping an eye on how well Pokemon are performing in battle compared to others. This means adjusting the power of some moves in trainer battles and giving Pokemon new moves that improve their success in matches. So if you've been PvPing, Big Brother Niantic's been watching you. Yikes. Mm. Yikes. Mm -hmm. So th what they're talking about here at the beginning of this paragraph is like offsetting the HP because like some people are, are you know, like running through these raids so quickly. They're referring to people doing like EX raids as a solo and people doing legendary raids solo or as a duo. They don't want that. Nobody really wants that. Well, that's really interesting. And there's an entire subset of people I know on Twitter and on YouTube that are hardcore raiders. And they're like, we did the first non-weather boosted duo of X. Like that, that exists. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see them get a shakeup and like that community kind of have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I saw a lot of people referring to this like HP increase, which by the way, let me just tell you the specifics. Tier 3, 4, and 5 raids have had their HP increase by 20%. That's what it means. So it's just going to be that much more difficult. In addition to some tweaks with moves and stuff like that. But the HP difference is just a 20% increase. A lot of people are talking about how it's very difficult to get the adequate number of people together to do raids and stuff like that already as it is. And they were already cutting it pretty close for some of their communities. Like they only have four or five people that will continuously do legendary raid trains. Yeah. So now it becomes really challenging for them. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know. How do you guys how do you guys feel about this? No, I agree. It has been pretty difficult to get everybody out to do the raids that you need them to do, especially, you know, twos, threes, things that are a little bit marginal for some players now are becoming very marginal for most players. That's not really fair for, you know, the entire two years that we built up behind it. I understand the shakeup, and that's something that, you know, makes the game exciting, but that's going to make it really hard for a lot of players to get the things that they need or the things that they want. I agree completely. They weren't happy with people soloing Tyranitar. I'm pretty sure that was like the big nail in the coffin right there. Yeah. But to me, that was awesome to see that they could do that with literally zero seconds left on the clock. Mm -hmm. I have no interest in that ever at all. But it's still cool. There's a big section of the game that likes yeah. that, and I think that's important. And personally, if you have a community that does raid, this won't affect you at all. This is mm -hmm. a meaningless change. If you have seven people going to your legendary raid and you're all over level 30, you're going to be fine. So this is specifically targeted at lowballing the number of people to do raids, and it just kind of hurts the smaller communities that are already hurting. Yeah. Right. But hey, they did also say that if you finish your raids, you're going to be getting more Stardust. So they're going to try to compensate there. So if you do manage to finish, you get some more Stardust. No? Not excited? Uh. I wish they hadn't, like, they hadn't affected the three and the four at the very least. So yeah, I can understand ramping up fives. Yeah, or maybe even fours. If they did fours and fives, I, I would understand that. Uh, but fours just don't happen frequently enough for you to react strategically mm -hmm. quickly enough. You yes. know what I mean? On top of that, most fours are not worth doing. You'd rather wait, get one extra person, and go do a five. Right. Get more right. experience, get a more useful Pokemon, potentially. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people are really kind of all over the board about this. Some people are really excited about the challenge. But again, those those are people that are in communities like big cities where they always have 20 people in a raid group on a Thursday afternoon. I guess we'll see how it shakes out. If it gets really bad and no, like a lot of people just aren't doing raids because they're not able to really complete them, 
it's one of their big money makers. It's it's raids and it's incubators for eggs. Right. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that if it really is that big of a problem, Niantic will probably roll it back in some facet or change it in some other way. Speaking of other changes, a huge list of changes to current moves, and those only affect trainer battles. Um, and then in addition to those, there's, there's some new ones too. So that will affect PvP and PvE, which is raids and trainer battles. So for fast attacks, here were some of the, these are the ones that are being changed, right? Waterfall, Smackdown, Shadow Claw, Razor Leaf, Confusion, Frost Breath, and Ice Shard. And for the charged attacks, it's Body Slam, Iron Head, Dazzling Gleam, and Psy Shock. Those are all the moves that are being adjusted in PvP in some way or another. In most cases, it's a buff. Just bear that in mind. And in addition to that, there were 35 brand new moves that were added. And here are the five most notable ones. All of them are relatively interesting, but we're not going to spend today going through all 35 of them. If you'd like to reference that list, we'll have a link to it in the show notes and on our website, gocastpodcast.com. But the big notable ones here are, first, Machamp is getting Rock Slide, which is awesome. It is. Because fighting is weak to flying and flying is weak to rock. So Machamp having Rock Slide is a great counter, especially in PvP situations mm-hmm. when you need to, you know, have something, some sort of reaction to a flying type. It's a nice Pokemon. surprise. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Storlax is getting Outrage, which is awesome because it's a dragon move, which makes it a really great gym defender again, because a lot of people are attacking gyms with legendaries and there's a lot of dragon types in like people's gym attackers like whether it's a dragonite which is i understand it's a legendary or these palkias we just got those are dragon types as well rayquaza is a really really popular gym attacker just because it's so strong Ho is getting hidden power and i know kyle was interested in this one in particular what can you tell me about hidden power on ho and why why is it awesome it gives it access to the potential for a fire fast move which is what has held ho back from actually being yeah absolutely <laughs> right it's not guaranteed but yeah so how does hidden power work uh, and especially in pokemon go i actually don't know how it works in pokemon go i know it's tied to their attack stat or special attack stat in the main games though and then depending on the value it gives it a certain type coverage so that changes uh the next one is roserade who's getting grass knot which is huge Huge. for roserade yeah i I don't really know what the numbers are but i know that roserade with grass knot now becomes i think the fastest one of the fastest pokemon to do trainer battles with Mm -hmm. um, against the the leaders Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, what, 14 hits they were saying? Really 14 or 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, if you want to train, grab a Roserade and teach it Grass Knight and be on your way. And the next one is Honchcrow with Sky Attack, which hey. is also a huge one. Yeah, he's going to be one of the best flying type attackers because now he has a really great charged flying move. This is all really exciting. Again, there's 35 additions total. So I would really encourage you guys, if you care, and I hope you do. You should go take a look at this list. We'll have a link for it again in our show notes on our website. And that's it for the news. And that's it for me talking for a really long time straight. Everybody's favorite part of the show. (laughs) Let's go into gear up. So this week on gear up, we're going to be taking a look at the new tier five raid boss, Palkia. Nessa's going to go into more details on Palkia as a Pokemon in Pokalore. We're just going to take a look at the movesets and how you can counter them here. Palkia is a dragon water type Pokemon and its movesets for fast moves are Dragon Tail and Dragon Breath. Both, you know, just about equal. They're Dragon-type fast moves. But for charge moves is where it starts to get interesting, especially with this HP increase making the raids even harder. Palkia can learn Draco Meteor, which is super threatening, because for those of you who might not know, Dragon is super effective against Dragon. It's pretty much the only reliable way to fight Palkia, because Palkia is water, and the other thing dragon is weak to is ice. And the water typing cancels that out. So you dragon or fairy. As we know, fairy types are a little bit lackluster in this game. Please, Niantic. Where's the fairy fast move? <laughs> They're just not really well it? represented. Yeah. Where's the fairy fast move? <laughs> if that's Anyways. the only thing holding Gardevoir back, right? And uh and Togekiss, which I will mention in a moment. So Draco Meteor, if you're going in with Dragon-type counters, it's going to wipe you out. You'll still probably deal a ton of damage, but you're probably going to need to revive. Unless you have, you know, 10-plus people fighting. You can also learn Hydro Pump, which damage-wise is very similar to Draco Meteor, 
but it's not as much of a threat because if you do go in with those dragon type counters, dragon resists water, so you don't really have to worry too much about it. And then last is fire blast. Really not much to mention. It doesn't get stab, so it doesn't deal that much damage in comparison. Your best bets for counters, those dragon types, again, it's the best counter to it. As Chris mentioned previously, Rayquaza is a monster of a Pokemon. He deals crazy damage. He is the best dragon type in the game. It's a shame we didn't get him before we got Palkia. Yeah. Everyone really yes. hoped. Yeah. Maybe we'll get him after. Sometime before the next legendary, who was also a dragon. Fitting enough, Palkia is a very solid counter to Palkia. Palkia versus Palkia. So mm-hmm. the more dragon Palkia rage you do, the better you get at doing them. <laughs> Dragonite is also... It's probably the best dragon in the game for most people if you don't have access to a Rayquaza. Your other option is going to be Salamance, and let's face it, Salamance is good, but he's really squishy. Yes. So he's he's a good option, but he's if he survives to the first charge attack, I would be surprised most mm-hmm. of the time. For budget options, you have Alolan Executor, who can is also a dragon Pokemon, can learn double dragon moves just fill out your team with a couple of those. I'm sure you probably have some tall boys hanging around. I hope so. There's nothing better than just, you know, 10 a tall, team boys, of tall all boys attacking, <laughs> all attacking the, same, the same raid boss. One, one of life's greatest joys. Gyarados is another good budget option. Double dragon. Doesn't get stabbed, but it's, you know, Gyarados is still really strong. Mewtwo with Shadow Ball, bringing it in with just the raw DPS numbers. And then if you want to have, you know, an anchor on your team, somebody who can take a few hits, fairy types are going to be the way to go. So the standout ones of Gardevoir and Togekiss, like we just mentioned, where's the fairy fast move? None. The only thing keeping them from dominating the list is the fact that their damage is just not high enough. They're going to survive forever, especially Togekiss. Reviving Rayquaza three times will be better than waiting for your Togekiss to get KO'd. It's exciting, though, to see Palkia in raids, at least for me. I don't know how you guys feel about yeah, the subject. I think it's exciting. Yeah, I, I think Palkia is a, a cool design Pokemon. Uh, I forgot that it was water type in addition to dragon, to be very me honest. Too, I was like, oh, why is everyone saying this is really hard? We just, you know, use your ice types. I'm like, oh, right. That one doesn't work. I had to think about that for a second. Right. What is uh, Dialga's other type? Steel. Dragon oh, steel. steel dragon. Oh, that seems like a cooler type combination than water dragon to me. Dialga is a cooler design Pokemon. For those who don't know, Palkia is the representative of Pearl, and Dialga is the legendary representative of Diamond, who we'll oh. probably see very shortly. All right. Why don't we why don't we move into Pokalore yeah. uh, and, and talk a little bit more about Palkia? So Palkia is known as the spatial Pokemon, and Palkia is a light purple theropod-like Pokemon with stripes and markings of a darker shade and gray underarms and waist. It has round purple stripe plates on its shoulder area, where two pink pearls lie encrusted with a gray rim encircling them and fins in their back. Palkia's arms have an extended formation, resembling gauntlets and purple band around each wrist. Palkia has long neck, pointed white crest on the top of its head that extends to its wings, two strong horn-like tusks on each side of its jaw, and a powerful tail. It has faint cracks along its legs and tail, and Palkia travels by creating a large yellow sphere from its two pearls, then using it to fly very fast. Very, very fast. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> very Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Palkia has the ability to warp space, though it was said to create alternate realities as well. Palkia lives in different dimension, making its behavior nearly impossible to study. However, Palkia has been seen in violent conflicts with its counterpart, Dialga. It has been known to be very protective of its home as well. Palkia is the only known Pokemon that can learn Spatial Rend. So as far as stats, it is a pretty meaty legendary. Mm-hmm. It really is. So it's, its max boy. CP is 3991. Ooh. That's huge for a legendary. Yeah, just yep. shy of 4K, poor guy. Big. So Palkia has exceptional stats with an attack of 280, which puts it at rank 9, which is really good. 215 defense, which puts it at rank 35. And a respectable stamina stat of 189, which is, you know, somewhere in the middle around rank 147. So its best moveset is going to be Dragon Tail and Draco Meteor. So it's it's good. It's a little bit squishy, but it's good. I mean, yeah. I, I know that a lot of people were talking about powering them up anyway, just because they had a really high CP total. I know. Yeah. Crazy. The only thing holding him back at all is that it knows Draco Meteor instead yeah. of Outrage. 
Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is the only thing I think that keeps it from competing with Dragonite and Rayquaza. Right. It's still a good one, though, and you can never have too many dragons on your team. That's true. So I would get out there and grab this one. It's definitely worth doing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't we get into the Pokepole now that we've talked a lot about Palkia? I'm ready to move on to something else. Yes, please. <laughs> so last week's question was, what category or categories of Pokemon should be represented in the next PvP Tournament Cup? I know we have the Twilight Cup coming out. So this is more towards the future. Oh, that was also something else that got announced right right after we put it around. Right after we put the show up. Yeah, I was like, ooh. So in the future, (laughs) what kind of tournament cup would you like to see? Chris Poopa says, baby cup. I've done a few battles with friends and baby Pokemon. Munchlax is a beast. That's true. Also, We have done yeah. a lot of baby battles. The best thing about Munchlax is that when he uses Gunk Shot, he just throws a trash can at the Pokemon. <laughs> really? really? Yeah, it's awesome. That's fantastic. I would yeah. like to I see baby I cup. Munchlax. I agree. <laughs> uh, Ron says, ice. Dave the Rave TM says, a color theme could be interesting eventually. It'd see a lot of diversity and make shiny Pokemon more valuable. So kind of like a rainbow cup. I'd be into that. Lured Up Podcast says, I would like to see anything that severely limits the pool. Middle Evolution Tournament would be so obscure and bring out some underutilized Pokemon. Haunter for life. For sure. I'd be yes. into that. That That's sounds pretty cool. cool. Yes. Yeah. But this week's Pokepole is going to be, which new Gen 4 Pokemon will you be spending your Sinnoh Stones on? I know, Chris, you spent your Sinnoh Stones on all of them. Oh, yeah. I just right. right away. <laughs> yes. yeah, I, I had I was lucky enough that I had all the candies necessary. I had saved Pokemon with those genders almost a year ago. I know. I remember doing this podcast in like June yeah. and you saying that you were going to save, you know, male and female Ralts. And I was like, you're dumb. Hey, and now. <laughs> Why are you saving all of these things? And now one, he has Gardevoir and oh, Gallade. And Gallade. Yes, yes. I got I've got all of them. I all know. the ones that are available. I know. Mm-hmm. We thought you were ridiculous. Hey, you were just planning ahead? You're still not wrong. I think it is rather ridiculous. ridiculous to spend that much time and forethought on it, but here we are. I will say, though, that the female snow rent that I saved was the shiny that you traded to me. Oh. And while it is only 71%, the shiny Frostlass looks awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh, what I'm about so you, jealous. Kyle? I evolved a Frostlass mm-hmm. for my one, just because mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier, it's a great design. Oh, it yeah. Is. I want to save my Sinnoh Stones for after Mamoswine, mm-hmm. but I got to do one of them. So. Yeah. I got a Frostlass and a Tangrowth, but a PSA to everybody. Do save your Sinnoh Stones for Community Day that's happening right. this upcoming weekend. Absolutely. I mean, you are guaranteed to have five on your day, but if you want to get that sixth Mamoswine for a full Mamoswine team, mm-hmm. you should save at least one stone. You could be like Chris and spend them all in one place, or you could be like Kyle and slowly store them. No. For future needs. I used all those stones for the evolutions I and I still had more left over. Okay, well, you're just <laughs> I mean, bragging. Chris probably has like 15 right now, let's be honest. No, I've only, I've only got... 100 two, I've only got Sinnoh stones two of or three. Oh, okay. I've got five. Yes, but... I'm all caught up, but yeah, sure. I think going into Mammoth Swine Day, I, I might I might be regretting that decision. We'll see. We'll see. Don't worry about it. They will be there. You can still get them. You don't need to spend them all in one place. Mm-hmm. But if you could, where would you spend them? So that's our question for this week. Go ahead and respond to the Pokepole when we post it on Facebook or Twitter or on Discord if you're one of our patrons. Um, or shoot us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And you know what that means? It's email time. Email. Time. Yeah. Email time. Yeah. All right. Let's do them. Let's do <laughs> What a, what a weird thing to say. All right. Let's do it. Let's let's do it. All right. Punch it. It's email time. First one's from Robert Matthews. Hey, GoCasters. Rob's back with a fun, but hopefully not difficult, hypothetical. With Generation 8 literally over the horizon. Really? Mm, really? I don't know if literally applies there. No, like I uh, mean, they did say 2019. So mm-hmm. Really? They're going to launch yeah, four generations all in one year? That's crazy. No, for, what do you, what do you no, mean? No, no, no. He, he means the actual game. Like, oh, the main series. The generation series is coming out. No way. Yes. yes no yeah. way. Oh, I was, I was pointing at the syntax of saying literally over the horizon. Okay. That's what I was, was picking at. But okay. <laughs> for those of you at home, Rob's a good personal friend. So I get to do this. All right. So let me pick back up where I was. With Generation 8 literally over the horizon, the leakers are digging deep and rumors are aplenty. The one rumor that I keep running into is that this game will have their zone and Pokemon based off of either New Zealand or Australia. So my question for this week is to choose one of those two places, pick an animal solely native to that area, you can Google, and if possible, the typing and a bit of the design for that Pokemon. 
I hope you guys have a lot of fun with this question. And if anyone in the community has an idea too, I'd love to hear them. Hope you guys have a good day and happy catching. All right. So Mm -hmm. the challenge put before us is we have to choose between either New Zealand or Australia and then pick an animal that's native to those areas and then just kind of like quickly say a Pokemon. Yes. Um, I'm a little bit upset that koala bears already made in the last generation. That's kind of a bummer. <laughs> Do we have a kangaroo it's a great Pokemon? Poke- it is. It's a great Pokemon. Do we have a kangaroo Pokemon yet? Technically, I mean, we have yes. Kangaskhan. But that doesn't oh, matter. Right. It can be. It can be another. It can, it can be, be one that wallaby. already exists, just mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Make it a wallaby. Oh no! I know what I'm going to do. All right. Okay. So the Pokemon that I'm going to have is going to actually just be a cloud of spiders flying through the air. <laughs> because does, doesn't that happen in an Australian city? Isn't there one that they, like, sure. those parachute spiders, like, they migrate through there or something crazy like that? Like, I don't know. Yikes. I mean, That's yeah, there, are, there, is, definitely there a thing. is a parachute spider. That is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that and would be pretty, pretty sweet. There's one particular city in Australia, I'm pretty sure. Strike me dead, Australian listeners, if I'm wrong. Please do. But I'm pretty sure... That there is like a big like a couple of days thing. where yeah. like they like all wake up at the same time or something like that. It's like cicadas, except way more terrifying. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. a Pokemon like that where it could be bug and flying. Okay. Or like poison flying. But it's like a spider that just has like it's it's a cute little spider and he's got like a little parachute, parachute. made out of web. It's like, <laughs> okay. okay. Does he have and an evolution evolves? that makes him terrifying? Yes, when he, he evolves, it's actually spider. just thirty of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Doug Trio and Magneton, but way scarier. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I would probably do a Kiwi Pokemon from New Zealand. Okay, yeah. I'm just yeah. going to, you know, dig into New Zealand and pick your Kiwi. I'm going to go that way. And I think it could be ground normal because it can't fly. So it'll be ground normal. Isn't Doduo of that Pokemon already? No, it's I mean, more, it's, no. it's inspired, but like I it's see not Doduo even close is more to the like same. An emu. Or like a Dodo. Yeah, so I'm going to mm-hmm. pick just like a straight Kiwi Pokemon that has no evolutions, has nothing. When you said Kiwi, I thought of the fruit. Yeah, I also thought of the fruit, yeah, but I mean so. the bird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so ground normal, I think, and no evolutions. Okay. But it's adorable and you want to have it anyway. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, I know one Pokemon sort of exists like this already, but it's got to be a platypus. Okay. And the typing is got to be poison something. But I'm, I don't want it mm. to be poison water because that's just boring. Oh, that, that was going to be my suggestion. That's, Maybe that's boring, though. It's got to be Pokemon. It's going to be exciting. Psychic? Ooh, so you know. this plat- yeah. platypus doesn't... Oh, maybe psychic, except then it would just kind of be like a side duck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is also platypus poison. inspired. So maybe mm. it's just pure poison type. You know what? Okay, because sure. platypus are one of the only poisonous mammals in existence. So... So where do you find platypi? They are in Australia. Okay. Okay. Interesting. With all the other poisonous animals on this planet. Exactly. See, everything is out. fair. If this generation is based in Australia, 50% everything of the Pokemon is poison. have to be poisoned. <laughs> They're to under be. obligation. They, it have, has to be. And they just jump out at you and then you yeah. die. In parachutes. Whee! Perfect. Rob, we hope you enjoyed those answers. Uh, and if you guys have some fun ideas as well, please go ahead and email them in and we'll read them off next week. That'll be pretty fun. So this next email here is from Valdo. He says, I love ghost type Pokemon, but I think they deserve a bigger move pool. At least 10 more moves added to each type. I love the show and look forward to every Monday like Garfield. I never liked Mondays. Since I found GoCast, I now like Mondays. I'm oh, happy we were able to oh, turn thanks. that around for you. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so he had three questions. As he does, he usually like kind of pops in and is like, here's three things really quick. So the first one was your thoughts on the move pool for Pokemon. Well, we just kind of talked about some changes yeah, and stuff like that. They're making it bigger. Yeah, but can you guys think about, is there any other glaring holes or any sort of issue that you can think of with Move Pool and Pokemon Go? Fairy types. Oh, you know, Fa- right. you know I, I forgot about that for a, for a hot second. Fast but yes, very fast moves. Swear to God. <laughs> Come on. I understand there's only like seven fairy type Pokemon. Right. But throw them a bone. It's, there's got to be I, something. I definitely agree. Yeah. These aren't all questions, so these are thoughts that are numerated. The upcoming Community Day, I'm hoping for a new Ice-type move that would complement Avalanche. We're also hoping for the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's an option, yes. yeah. So for number three, I caught three shiny ducks. How many did you guys get? Zero. Zero. One. 
Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. We stopped. We stopped recording last week, and I was like, just I sat back in my chair, and Kyle and I were just like kind of sitting here together because we're waiting for our files to upload. And I caught a shiny Psyduck outside of the house, and I thought Kyle was going to reach through the internet and strangle me. Yes. <laughs> Nessa also looked over, and he's like, "You're the worst." <laughs> I think that's what you said. So that was probably what I said. Only one for the three of us, basically. Mm-hmm. So it, it, we weren't very successful with shiny ducks. Although I know that a lot of people said they walked away with like three or four shiny Psyducks over the course of that Good weekend. For you guys, and I'm assuming if you were at the event, the rate might have been higher. So. Who knows? This next email is from Jacket K. Ness, you want to read it? Sure. So Jacket K says, I finally got around to writing about another one of my long-stay Pokemon Go mons. You could say my Pokemon Go babies. This week is centered around my Flareon, Jenna. I guess first and foremost, unlike Hoopla, Jenna is more of a title than one specific title, a title that only the most worthy of Flareon on my team can earn. To make a long story short of where the name comes from, it shares the name of my favorite characters from all video games. It's sort of a bit more obscure RPG, but one that has a special place in my heart. In the game, Jenna wields fire, so it seems fitting to name one of my favorite fire types out of one of my favorite fire wielders. The title has jumped from Flareon to Flareon as I kept finding one with better IVs. A couple years jumping the title of Jenna from one Flareon to another, I finally found one worthy of the name forever on. February 17th, 2017, I caught an Eevee in the top percentile and eventually evolved it with RNG Roulette blessed me with a Flareon. It was even a female, perfect to finally own Jenna as a name rather than just a title. It may not have been perfect attack, but it's the best Flareon I've gotten so far. Even if I get better ones sometimes in the future, it's for the best I let Jenna keep her namesake. At least as long as it's my best female Flareon, which I get the feeling I won't be topping anytime soon. Oh, Thanks, Jacket K. I love that. That's a great story. That is really <laughs> fantastic. I'm, I'm really looking forward to your future emails because I, after the Hoopla one, I was like waiting. <laughs> I was ready for another one. So yeah, this is awesome. What a what a great follow up to Hoopla. <laughs> Jenna the Flareon. <laughs> this last email here is from Clint. Kyle, you want to give it a read? Clint says, Hey guys, longtime listener, first time writer inner, patron supporter, and sometimes chatter on the Discord. Hi Clint. Hey Clint. I'm writing you guys to inquire as to how you guys keep the faith in the struggle that is Pokemon Go. Mm. I'm inching my way closer to level 36, and I find myself becoming disinterested in my lack of shiny luck. I have a pretty tight-knit group of work-slash-discord folks who I play with. It seems like I'm always the odd man out in-game, and it's getting somewhat frustrating because I feel like I play frequently, but find it hard to get out with family and work a lot of the time. In my eyes, I feel like I'm losing at the game I got most of my friends into. So what do you guys do to keep the daily grind fun? I loved your goals, but it seems like weekly I don't hit them, so I fail at that aspect too. Thanks for any insight and suggestions, and keep up the amazing work. Well, this is a this is a great question. I really want to say first, so thanks for sending it. This is probably the most important thing in Pokemon Go because it's so freeform. Mm-hmm. You, the game is only what you put in or take out of it. So how do you guys handle it? I don't try to compete with Chris at all (laughs) because he has the best shiny luck. He has the best luck of any human being I've ever met. So I I don't even try to look Uh at what he's doing at any point in time. I try to hit attainable goals and set attainable goals. So things that I know that I can probably do throughout the week, some of them I have to try a little bit harder on, but otherwise I know that I can maintain what I'm doing. Um, I have the trainer level goal going on and then a few Pokemon that I want to catch here and there. But otherwise, I don't try to stress myself out too much. So it's still a very fun game for me, I think, where it's it's a fun, casual game that I play a little bit more than the average person. And I like a lot and it, it brings a lot of people together and a lot of things that I'm interested in. But I, I don't try to stress myself out on what's going on or who's better than who because I would lose to Chris. And that's just exhausting. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, well, okay. No, you're I, not. Don't. Uh, you're just you're, like me in that You're aspect. right. But, but I have something else to say about this. Ness is completely correct. I do want to reiterate a couple of her points before I get into how I feel differently. I agree with her. And that's one of the reasons why we have goals on this show in the first place is that especially after you hit level 40, like you need to set some sort of goal for you to, to be motivated to, mm-hmm. to move forward, have something mm-hmm. that's trackable because all you have is numbers on all of your badges, basically. And if they're all gold, then you just have to be like, you know, hey, instead of 10,000, I want 20,000 of X, whatever this thing is. 
But I think the most important thing that Ness had to say was not to compare yourself to other people because there's always going to be somebody that has more time or is willing to spend more time in this game than you are. Um, like I, I could not play as I'm not as dedicated as a Pokemon Go player as Terry Wolf is. And so when we hang out and we play together and stuff like that, it's it, we're, we're moving at two different speeds, two different mindsets. But at the same Absolutely. time, we enjoy two different things in the game at the same time. Right. Like I really enjoy getting a big group of people together and us like going hardcore for a few hours, like especially in a community. Day. I love it because I've some of my closest friends were all hanging out for three hours playing together. But, you know, I don't get a lot of joy going out the early hours of the morning just for Pokemon and stuff like that. Another thing to keep in mind is that a lot of people will only talk about their successes. Then we'll talk about their failures, especially on social media and other things like that, or even face to face when you guys are talking about like, hey, how'd your week go? How did this go? And stuff like that. I shiny check all Everything. the time. Mm-hmm. At, right. So my shiny luck is is probably proportional to a lot of other people's shiny luck would be based on how many they click on and things like that. So I wouldn't I really would not let other people's success make you feel bad about the things that you have or have not achieved yourself. Because I guarantee you, there's some aspect of this game that you're ahead of them on in some way. And that might not be in in a total thing. Like, again, Terry, I'm sorry, I keep using it as an example, but it's such a good one. Terry is beating me in everything in this game. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) everything. But him and I were having this conversation in the car this past Monday about how, like, you know, I, I kind of keep up in, like, shiny counts and stuff like that. Or I have my living decks and things like that. I don't play as much as other people do, but I make a point to play at the right times mm-hmm. during events. Get the exclusive thing and get out because we don't have all, all day and all of our lives to play sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. So sure. I don't know. I'm sorry that you're feeling like you're not, you're not doing so well, but I guarantee you if you keep playing, you find some stuff. Or maybe you're just not finding the silver lining that's in front of you, I hope. If it means anything, Clint, I really enjoy exchanging gifts with you. Mm-hmm. And we love <laughs> hanging out on Discord, so it's a good time. All I want to add is that on top of what Chris said, remember Pokemon Go is a game? I know it's kind of strange coming from a podcast about the game. If you're not enjoying it, don't play right then. You know, sometimes sometimes the time is not right to play Pokemon Go and you know take a step back. You're going to come back and you're going to be like, this is amazing. I'm so happy I came back. There's always, you always want to find your joy in playing the game, not use everyone else's joy to describe how you feel. Yeah. Right. I think uh, I was having a conversation with somebody else about, um, they like to throw into a lot of gyms and stuff like that. And I just don't care Mm -hmm. about keeping gyms defended and stuff like that. I'm more about shiny checking things and stuff like that. Everybody's a different player. And that's the beauty of this open-ended kind of like make it as you will sort of thing. But at the same time, if you're really used to structure, it can be kind of a struggle. Anyway, Clint, we hope that that kind of helped give you some perspective and maybe uh, you'll be motivated to set some different goals than normal and start having fun again. Get creative. Yeah. Do weird things. And hit us up on Discord (laughs) because we'd love to help you set some goals. That's a lot of fun. That's what we're here for. Yes. (laughs) All right. So if you guys would like to send us an email, go ahead and do so uh, by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. We have a website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. We've got a Facebook page as well. So go ahead and just search for Gocast Podcast on Facebook. We'll pop right up. If you guys would like to support us and hang out in Discord with us and all these other really great benefits like podcast episodes and stuff like that, go ahead and support us on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast. And if monetary support isn't your thing, go ahead and just leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We'd really, really appreciate that. That stuff Mm -hmm. helps us out in a way that you don't, you might not even realize it helps our rankings on iTunes like a bunch. So visibility is way, way up when you guys do that. So thanks in advance. And if you've already done it, thanks a million. All right, guys, we're about to get out of here. Mm-hmm. But speaking of goals, why don't we set a, a good example and set some of our own? Okay. All right. Back to Ness. You're first this week. All right. So I'm going to do 250,000. I'm going to try to evolve two more new Gen 4s and then do at least three raids. I haven't been doing raids very much, but I'd like to do at least three. All right. That sounds good. So 250,000 experience, two new generation, four uh, Pokemon and three raids. Yes. All right, Kyle, what about you? All right. So I'm looking for 300,000 experience. 
also looking at that 25 kilometers still. That's that's staying. All right. And then I'm going to increase my Sinnoh badge. I'm just staring at it, trying to decide. Oh, what are you at? We didn't do a check. That's okay. Well, hang on. I'll say, and then we can do that. I'm looking to go to 54. 55. We're going to say 55. What are you at now? I'm at 49 right now. Okay. So okay. 55 Sino. Six more. All right. Okay. All right. What are you at, Ness? I'm at 50. What are you at, Chris? I'm at 64. Oh, jeez. I'm so far behind. Um, I'm at 50. I'm hoping to get at least 52 this week. All right. Okay. I, when we put that down for you? That That's already there. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Two, yep. two new generation four would yep. imply that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, for myself, my my goal for this week is to really get my Twilight Cup team together. Okay. And then I really want to hatch a Bond Sly. All right. I really, really okay. do. Good luck. Thank you. So I'm going to be uh, just, you know, hatching 7Ks for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, well, you know. I'm okay with that. All right. So uh, those are our goals for next week. And I mean, I'm hoping that the weather stays as nice as it currently is 40 something for a few days. I think it's going to be like what? Like mid twenties, maybe. Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. Anyway, right. we hope <laughs> it's beautiful wherever you are, dear listener, and that you're able to get out and play some Pokemon. And if not, you're playing somewhere safe inside. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next week for episode 33. Woo. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.